Hey, it's so great to be with you today. My name is Sean Booth, and I'm here today with my lovely wife, Gillian. Yes, and I am delighted to be with you today. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching with us live today, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, during this message, share with us maybe something that's impacting you or encouraging you in the comment section. But if you're watching on Facebook, why don't you hit the share button and share this message with your world to encourage mm -hmm. them. And if you're watching on, on YouTube, hit the like button because that helps us get the word out. But today we really feel that we've got a, a message and a word that will encourage you. And I guess we're, we're more aware that in this season, uh, that there are so many of us who are struggling, mm -hmm. who are suffering, who are just going through difficult times and hardships. Mm -hmm. And as myself and Gillian were talking and preparing for this, you know, there's there's a lot of things that we're not experienced in whatsoever. But in this particular area, when it comes to struggling to survive, uh, persevering, uh, um, to totally just suffering and going through pain, we feel like we've learned quite a lot of this yeah. in, in, in these recent uh, seasons and recent years. We know what it feels like to come to the end of ourselves, feeling like, like that we don't know what else we can do. And yet in that place, discover Jesus mm. and to discover the mighty grace of Jesus. And so today we want to share with you one thing that we have learned, one thing that has held us through in these recent years and going through suffering and pain and struggling. Mm -hmm. And that one thing is resilience. Yeah. It is resilience. Mm. I was chatting to a friend of mine during the week and she said to me, Jill, I'm amazed at how well you continue to be engaged when I know there's so much going on in your life in the background. And that got me thinking again that how do I keep on going? How have I kept going over the last eight years? And one word that cropped back up into my memory was resilience and how I prayed for resilience about 10 years ago. I was warned not to pray for patience <laughs> because I would be tested. So I prayed for resilience and that has brought experience to me that heartbreak and hope mm. can coexist alongside each other. And um, we can still live out a full life, though we might be heartbroken and suffering, but we can still have hope yeah. and hope in Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, we just want to share a little bit about uh, our, our journey. And really, this began for us, as Joe said, 10 years ago, yeah. discovering this, but experiencing it is one thing compared to uh, the theoretical and the practical. But back in, in February of 2013, myself and Joe kind of experienced our first yeah. trauma together as a couple and, and great pain and disappointment in that. Yeah. So we were ma married six years and we were expecting our first baby. We, I was over the 14 week mark and we had bought our baby furniture. We have had, had our scan, but unfortunately our next scan had showed that the baby's heartbeat had stopped and we lost our firstborn, which was quite horrific and heartbreaking. And, you know, we felt a hope we had for that baby slipping away. And I remember going up to the hospital and feeling this desperate pain in my heart because I couldn't fix it. I was like, Sean, how do people do life mm. without an anchor, without a hope? And thankfully that hope for me and Sean has been Jesus and that has kept us over the years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, that was a, a moment for us and I'm sure you've got 
moments like that in your own life where we, we suffered together and we began to, to question and ask, how can we get through this? Not only get through this, but how can we even get through the next times yeah. that this happens to us where we feel like giving up but have the strength to go on? Mm -hmm. And so we really dove in and leaned on this whole idea of resilience. And we seen that resilience is defined as this, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulty. Resilience is the ability, ability to, to bounce back. It, it is the ability to get knocked down, but to get up again. Mm -hmm. It is to continue on even in the face of hardship and pain. And I believe that, that in this time more than ever, we all need more resilience mm -hmm. in our life. We need this strength in our life to, to be able to carry us through, to persevere. And so we wanna share with you some things from our own experience and from the Bible mm -hmm. in which we believe can encourage you and equip you. So we wanna open up our Bibles in Romans chapter five, verses one through five. And Jill's gonna read it for us. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we've gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we, will, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God love, God's love has, poured, has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So we see here that, that this message centers around suffering, perseverance, character and hope. And so we want to share with you today three choices that we've had to make in order to live a resilient life and these are choices that we have had to continue to keep coming back to to make daily to make yeah. together to decide on say we are deciding this together so the very first choice that we made and encourage you uh, take out your journal grab your phone and write this down is this is choose in advance what your attitude will be Choose in advance what your attitude would be. You know, one thing is certain in life. You will face adversity. And, and here's what we've discovered. Each adversity you face will, will come and hit you from a different angle. It would hit a different area. And each adversity will, will come at a new force and a new level in which you've never experienced. And yes, your experiences can help you to get through these difficult times. But I believe that an important decision to make is in advance is what will my attitude be when I face adversity yeah and I think for me um in before I met Sean if I did not feel like doing something or I wasn't in the humor to follow through on a commitment I would abandon that commitment I wouldn't follow through I w if something was painful or somebody had hurt me I would just move on to the next thing but i think with resilience and with choosing your attitude it's an attitude of i'm going to commit to this thing or to my family or to the church or to whoever in your life no matter what no matter what i face yeah. i'm going to be steadfast i'm going to be strong i might feel like giving up but i'm going to get my healing in the going yeah, yeah. that's really good mm -hmm. so you know as jill has shared you know that moment in that time in mm -hmm. February 2013 
it was a great trauma experiencing great suffering but it wasn't the end yeah. it was just the beginning uh, of, of many different times of our life over the past eight years where we like you I'm sure have experienced great adversity and suffering and pain and loss mm -hmm. and disappointment and that has caused us to be resilient. That has caused us to, to shape our attitude in such a way that it's based upon the scripture in which we've just read. And what we've just seen here written by, um, by Paul, the Apostle Paul, as he says in Romans 5, chapter 2, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. We yeah. shout, hallelujah. But then he says these words that really challenge our faith. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering. Mm. So that means that we choose an attitude to give God glory even in our suffering, mm -hmm. even in our pain. In mm. fact, I believe that the greatest worship and praise that we can give to God is not just in the good times and when things are going yeah. great, but in the times in which we are suffering, in the times that things are going awful, mm -hmm. terrible, facing a pandemic in the midst of great uncertainty, unknown, but yet continuing to give God glory even when we are struggling mm. and suffering it's to make a choice in advance mm. I choose that my attitude and that my heart is full of joy and faith in the Lord regardless of what happens mm. why well Paul continues on in verse 3 because we know that suffering produces perseverance, produces resilience. Mm -hmm. It produces the ability to bounce back and to grow stronger than I was before. Then it says perseverance, character, and character, hope. hope. Yeah. And it's so contrary to what we might feel like doing because when you experience suffering, you tend to want to run away from it not press into it yeah. and not when you're experiencing suffering you don't see the end as a positive thing that will come from it so i think choosing an attitude of committing to the process no matter what so that your suffering can produce character and hope yeah mm. and so we really want to encourage you in this to to have an attitude that yeah. continues to give God glory regardless of the adversity. And it is difficult. Very it is difficult. difficult to smile when you're suffering. It is difficult to have joy when you don't know where it's coming from because your circumstances <laughs> describe for you not a life of joy but a life of pain. Mm. But but to choose in advance, the attitude that I will have will, will be one of joy, resilience and perseverance will carry you through that adversity mm. and it will build great character within, within you and you will find hope. So here's the second choice that we need to make in order to live a resilient life. Here's the second thing. Choose to be a victor and not a victim. Choose to be a victor and not a victim. Now we want to qualify ourselves here because we're not saying, you know, if you just shout, I'm victorious, that, you know, everything's going to be okay. Nor is it to downplay what you're going through and to never be a victim. But we've found that this victim mentality and this mindset of, of being victimized mm -hmm. is incredibly detrimental to our mental, emotional yes. and spiritual well-being. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, as being people who have placed our faith in Jesus and found our hope in him, we receive victory through him. Mm -hmm. For he is victorious. For 1 John 5, 4 says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our 
faith, our faith in Jesus Christ. Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 says, For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. 1 Corinthians 15 57 says, But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I think for... Um for me, it's been, we, we have found as a couple that we got caught in it. When you are going through trials and testings and sufferings and all, all of life stuff, you sometimes can get stuck in that and stay there and you mostly stay there in your head and you know the word says we are made new by the transformation of our the renewing of our mind so it's committing to a process of transformation and for Sean and I we had to go back to basics we had to go back to our bible we had to speak life over our family life over our situation even when we didn't know the the outcome of Isaac's health we were like no we're going to speak life over this boy we're going to we're, we're tired we're weary but the Lord is going to give us strength he's going to give us hope even though we didn't feel like it we held on to that hope yeah. but we had to go back back to basics and back to say Lord I trust in you mm. you know maybe you found yourself at a place in these recent months and this in this last time kind of kind of allowing these things to seep in your heads uh, maybe asking questions like you know, when will things change? Mm. Why is this happening to me? No matter what I do, no matter how I change, it seems that nothing else changes around me. And, and this really, this rhetoric and this language and this thinking can create and form in us a negative mindset mm -hmm. that shapes our perspective to be able to view ourselves as victims, as if the world is inflicting all of the pain and suffering that I'm facing. Mm -hmm. And the, to be honest, that is not the truth. Mm. Yes, we suffer. Yes, things happen to us. But rather than focusing on those things, like Gillian has said, we have to focus on the scripture and the word of God and what God says. Mm -hmm. For us, you know, 2019 was probably the most difficult year that we had ever gone through, which sounds funny to say that uh, going through 11 months of 2020. But honestly, it was like one knockout punch after another. Mm -hmm. And and we at times we felt like we slipped into that place where we began speaking negatively, feeling sorry for ourselves. And at times that victim mentality would, would get into our language and get mm -hmm. into our thinking. Mm. And it, it's it's something that you're, you then begin to your the way you're thinking is the way you'll behave and it creates that space in your home and God gets pushed to the bottom of the list in times where we feel overwhelmed or like we're drowning in life circumstances. So again, I would just say, go back to basics and put your hope and your trust in Jesus and what he has spoken over your life and what he has done already in your life. Mm. Yeah. And so it's making a choice that I, I'm no longer going to speak as a victim or speak as someone defeated, but I'm going to speak as someone who believes in Jesus Christ and through him, he has made me victorious, more than a conqueror. Mm -hmm. and, and this choice is what has kept us through this uh, year, especially. Mm -hmm. um, and I really hope that it can do the same for you because there has been many, many times feeling completely overwhelmed, uh, feeling like this has been so hard. You can slip back into that mentality, yeah. but, but we need to really focus on the word of God. As Romans 8 18 says this, I consider that our present sufferings mm -hmm. are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed mm -hmm. 
in us. In other words, things may be hard right now. It might be the hardest it's ever been, the worst that it's ever been, but I believe that the best is yet to come. I believe that God's, his, the greater days are still ahead. I believe that he still held me. He still kept me. I believe that he's brought me through. He will bring me through it. And you know, when we're talking about all of this, we're, we're not saying resilience is positive thinking and forgetting what's happening in your life. We have experienced that resilience is experiencing pain and suffering, but choosing to continue on regardless, that you're gonna press ahead no matter what and believe God's promises for your life. Amen. Mm. And so here's the, the third and final choice to make is this. Yeah. Choose to reflect then to respond. Mm -hmm. Choose to reflect, then to respond. This means making the decision that I'm not going to live my life reacting to what mm -hmm. I face. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to live my life reacting to the hardships and the difficulties that I endure, but, but I, instead, I'm going to choose to recognize and pause what's going on in me and going on around me, and I'm going to choose to reflect with the Lord, and then I'm going to choose how I respond. Mm. So for me personally, there has been many times, especially in these last two years, where I felt so overwhelmed to the point where I have felt like reacting, you know, reacting, giving up, giving out, choosing to make a drastic decision or change of ways or change of things. And so I found that the best practice for me is I lament, I give out, I, and I don't give out to Jill, I don't give out to others. I pick up my journal, I get my pen, and I just begin to write down. I begin to complain and moan. I give out to God, which I believe is, I just be real. I just be myself. But then, which Jill has helped me with this, is I try to recognize my emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, try and recognize what am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling this way? What is going on? And then I reflect. It's a place where just pause, pray worship maybe just put your headphones on take some time out and cry out to the lord if you need to mm -hmm. and for me personally others like jill verbal processes mm -hmm. i like to write down and i just begin to write down what i sense the lord is saying or at times i go back to to the word and what he has said and then from that place i choose my response mm -hmm. i choose how i'm going to respond to what i'm facing and what i'm feeling and then I speak to my spirit. Mm -hmm. I speak to my mind and my heart. I, I say and acknowledge what you just said. This is hard. This is a struggle. I am suffering. I am overwhelmed, but I am not overcome. Mm -hmm. It's choosing to change my language and center around Jesus' words in which he said in John 16, 33, in this world you will have trouble, mm -hmm. but take heart, I have overcome the world. So good. And Sean had has already mentioned that I am a verbal processor and um, I, I, I process my, my stuff by talking to people, my friends, my counsellor, my mom. And, you know, there was a period in my life where I stopped talking, I stopped processing and I just buried stuff and my body kept score. And I, I entered into an eight week period of cr like chronic panic attacks mm. and it was horrific. And you know, our bodies remember if we've, we've been in pain or we've caused suffering. So, you know, like Sean says, if it's journaling or talking to someone else, 
process the pain that you're going through or the suffering. Yeah. yeah. And don't go through it alone. No. You know, no. that's the greatest thing is Christians, you know, we're not to just in our private lives just be yeah. like, you know, it's going to be grand. It's going to be okay if I can just declare it enough and believe it enough, it will happen. Mm. But God has given us people in our lives yeah. to be able to share that with. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, being resilient and persevering is not just keep going. Yeah. It's not just keep doing. Sometimes it can mean stopping. stopping. Yeah. Sometimes it can mean giving up some things in our life. Sometimes it can mean, you know what, I'm going to choose that I need to skip those things. And mm -hmm. rather, I'm going to focus on what God has called me to, what he's given me the capacity for, and what he's given me the grace for. Mm -hmm. And in that period, in that time in which we were going through, which Jillian was experiencing those panic attacks, we got to look at our own lives and see how are we as a couple managing things, how are we processing mm -hmm. things together, and it really changed how we faced. Definitely, life. and I think now, looking back on those years, I honestly thought, and I don't think I've ever said this out loud, at that point in my life, I thought that was the end. Mm. The end, I thought that was the way th life was always going to be. I couldn't see a way out of those dark, dark days. Mm. But I always remember just a small, still whisper, hold on, this, the daytime is coming because yeah. it felt like nighttime for eight weeks. Yeah. And I'm glad to be able to sit here so many years later and be testimony that God does carry us through in the darkest of our days. I was honestly afraid to speak to anybody at that stage because I was afraid to fall apart, but it's okay to fall apart. Yeah. You know, and get back up again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So choose rather than react, mm -hmm. pause, recognize what's going on, reflect, and then respond. Yeah, choose so. what your respond will mm -hmm. response will be. Well, here's the final thing that we want to leave you with. And really the thing that for us has been the key part of, of being resilient, um, and being able to persevere, bounce back and, and walk through it is this, is to start again, yeah. to start again. I can't remember how many times, countless times that me and Jill have looked at each other and said, let's start again. Mm -hmm. Let's go for it again. You know, really what kind of uh, spurred us on to be able to share this message with you is the fact that um, just last month we took some time out, took two weeks out just to rest together, refresh together, mm -hmm. jump back into to work and responsibility, feeling full of energy. And then our son Isaac, he got sick. We had to bring him to hospital. Mm -hmm. I was there for five days and five nights and it just depleted us mm -hmm. of our energy. And it, it angered us at times, it worried us at times, caused us to feel anxious and it really knocked the wind out of mm -hmm. us. But you know what? Monday morning, we got up and we said, hey, we've been here before. We've gone through this again. Let's start again. Yeah. Let's yeah. start again. Yeah. Let's start again. And I think my favorite scripture is uh, the Lord, the, the Lord's mercies are new every morning. And that's something that I just live my life on and ground myself on when I have to start again and again and again. And I think the key for Sean and I, even as a couple and as a family, we've practiced everyday forgiveness and everyday forgiveness means wiping that slate clean yeah. again and again to start and that has been our foundation to to give life another go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so i really want to encourage you you can start again mm. you know whether you're a single person living on your own or with a group of people 
whether you are a married couple who've been together and going through difficult times, whether you are someone who is who is a family member or has um, gone through life and greatly experienced and matured, I really want to encourage you, you can start again. Yeah. Maybe in this particular year, in this particular season, you found yourself falling into the depths and maybe resilience has been so far outside of your grasp that you don't even know what it's like to bounce back and to persevere. Maybe you're, the sufferings and the hardship that you are facing has gripped you so greatly that it's caused you to just keep your perspective negative and keep your head down. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage you, you can start again. Yeah. You can start again. Start today, if that's what it takes. Turn to the Lord. Turn to His Scripture. You can start again. So Jill is just going to pray for every one of us. Pray for you, that you would see resilience in your life, that you would hold on to it, that you'd focus on it, and it would produce perseverance, character, and hope. So let me pray. Lord, we thank thank you for the cross, Lord. And we thank you that your mercies are new every single morning and that you give us the hope to start again. You give us the hope to hold on to when life seems to be overwhelming us. And I pray, Father God, for everyone who's tuned in this morning, Lord, to this message of hope and resilience. Mm. I pray, God, that you would just ignite a fire in their spirit, Lord, that will give them that even that 1% um, bit of strength to start again, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for your cross. I thank you for the message of hope and good news, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And if you're here today and you've never placed your faith in Jesus, you've never given your life to Jesus, I just want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. What I'm going to do is just lead you into a very short prayer of surrender. And really, it's just these words that have great significance. Mm-hmm. And it really saying, I start again, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I give up the old way of doing it on my own and I'm choosing to follow you. So if you want to make that decision today and take this opportunity, why don't you just maybe close your eyes or, or pray with me under your breath and just say these words with mm-hmm. me and say, Jesus, mm-hmm. I give you my life. I need you now more than ever. I surrender to you and I choose to follow you from this day forward forevermore in Jesus name amen Amen. if you made that decision for the first time we'd love to connect with you and and help you in this and to help you uh, go along this journey not on your own Mm -hmm. but with the community and so we'd love you to go to openarms.ie forward slash connect and you'll see a very simple electronic form you just fill out your details there and click even next steps what it is it's just a once a month class where we get together in zoom and hear a little bit about your story and see how we can help you and uh, once you just send that form off straight away we'll have someone this week uh, text you and email you and get in touch with you and get in contact Mm -hmm. with you but we really pray that this has encouraged you Mm -hmm. and impacted you spoken to your life we're going to continue in one more song of worship and don't forget tonight we have an incredible story of someone in the life of our church that is truly going to impact you to have resilience even at the deepest darkest moment Mm -hmm. we really hope that you enjoy